Peace fam, it's your girl Amy coming at you with another episode of Love or Goddess, the show where I talk about all things self-love, sexuality, and the divine feminine. And I just want to say congratulations to everyone. We made it through the Mercury retrograde. It officially ended on February 20th. And I don't know about y'all, but the retrograde definitely impacts me. Um, Mercury is the ruler of the astrological signs of Gemini and Virgo. I have a lot of Gemini and Virgo placements in my chart. So anytime it comes around, it definitely impacts my ability to speak and sound smart. Um, and it also slows my life down a lot. And, And maybe you guys can relate to this too, where there's things that are brought to your attention. You feel like you can't make as much forward progress on the projects that you have. You're having to double check um, anything related to communication and traveling. Um, and all of those have definitely been themes for me over the last several weeks, but I this one has been more mild for me. I, I've had a lot of clients reaching out to me like, freaking out you know the retrograde brought a lot to people's attention especially um especially if you have found yourself in a situation that you don't necessarily need to be in for quite some time it's like the universe turned up the heat in the pressure cooker or whatever the fuck i don't really cook that much Uh, But the universe turned up the heat in whatever circumstances that you find yourself in. So if you were already moving forward with your life purpose and um, removing things and people and obstacles from your life that didn't need to be there, then the retrograde just, um, just slowed you down a little bit. Now, if you've been avoiding doing something or making a decision that you know you needed to make, then the Mercury retrograde probably affected you, impacted you a lot more intensely. So many of us are being asked to let go of the things that we've been holding on to for so long because um, there's some better shit on the way, but it can't come if you are still holding on to these toxic, codependent, unfulfilling relationships, whether that be uh, romantic relationships, work relationships, friendships, what have you. Anything that is not supposed to be right now will be swiftly taken away. Um, but before that happens, the heat gets turned up. Okay, things get really, really, really uncomfortable. And some of you out there may be wondering, like, well, why is everything going to shit? Why is this happening? Why is everything falling apart? It's because you need to let go. It's falling apart because something new wants to come together. Something new wants to be built. It's like you're resisting your tower moments when you need to have them. Um, I've talked at length about, you know, my life and how this is raining wrong rang true wrong true in my life um and you know I was doing the same shit I was hanging on to people places jobs circumstances that were not making me happy at all and 
then I was getting angry and upset at life and God and circumstances like, well, why isn't anything changing? Why isn't anything better? And the reality is, is because I wasn't doing anything to change it. I was clinging to what I knew. I was holding on to everything that I knew in fear of the future, right? Like, okay, well, at least what I have right now gives me X, Y, and Z. I don't know. If I let go, I won't have anything. And we have to get out of that lack mindset because that's simply not true. If you let go, that's when everything can come in. So overwhelmingly, if you don't know, I also read tarot and provide spiritual consultations and things like that. Um, And a lot of my clients have been expressing this similar thing where they're like, I'm not happy where I'm at, but I'm scared to let go. All of that is completely natural. It makes sense. Um, But at the same time, the very thing you're afraid of doing is what needs to happen so that you can open up like this whole new chapter for yourself. My life has changed so much in such a short period of time. And of course, everything has been a buildup to everything else. One event, one obstacle, one lesson needs to, leads to another. And uh, it's just like a trickle down effect. But things began to exponentially change for me when I surrendered to God and to God's plan, spirit, source, you, the universe, whatever you want to call it. I know God can be a little triggering, especially for my babies that grew up in really strict religious households. It can The idea of God can be a little difficult. So whatever word, creator, goddess, whatever you subscribe to, we really need to surrender and have faith, you know, in a higher power. I'm not about to get all religious on you because you know me, I'm not religious, but there's a certain faith is still required. And religion helps certain people acquire faith. It helps certain people uh hold on to or keep in mind keep in focus the things that um will help connect them to a higher power and really that's what we need we need to not not church necessarily but we need to surrender to a higher power and we we also need to trust ourselves right to to gain confidence in ourselves in our intuition, in our direction, um, and just in general, our ability to to impact change in our own lives. It's super fucking cheesy, but really, when you change yourself, when you work to change your mind, that is when your life begins to change. And it's difficult. It's not something that you can just do one time and be like, oh, I changed my mind. That's it. No, there's work that's required in this. And you guys are giving up too fast. Not all of you. Not all of you. But for whoever this resonates with, you're giving up too quickly. Okay? It's very important that you lean into your spiritual practices, that you um, lean into this self-love, that you gain confidence in yourself, that you try new things, that you uh, fix your relationship with failure because failure truly does not exist. It's all about lessons and learning things that will help you get to the next level. So many of us are doing the same things over and over and over again 
we're too routine based and in this age of Aquarius expansion is the name of the game we're supposed to be trying new things doing new things experiencing new things especially if you've been desiring that there's any part of you that's just like damn this ain't it again that's the universe turning up the heat so that you can step out of your comfort zone and do something different your mind and your relationship with your mind is a lifelong exercise that it's very important for you to um, keep up with. Your mind controls your perception of everything. I was watching some movie. Uh, it was a horror movie. I forget what it's called, but there's like this little girl and she ends up being like the devil incarnate. And what she does is she finds out your worst fear and then she makes you, she like gets in your head. She makes you see your worst fear. So one guy was afraid of bees. So he's in his bathroom. There's bees coming out of his ears, bees coming out of his eyes, his nose, his mouth, everything. And uh, he panics, right? He panics. Us watching the movie, we know that there's no bees in there. There's nothing in there. It's just him against his mind. But because he is so enraptured in this idea that there's bees coming out of his face and his ears and his nose and everything, he flips out. He ends up falling, hitting his head on the sink, and then hitting his head again on the toilet and dying. All because of his mind. His mind convinced him that there was something there that wasn't there. As the movie progresses, the the message is clearly like, okay, the only way this devil, this demon child can affect you is if you are afraid. You have to master your mind and your emotions and uh, have courage, okay, to check yourself, to check your thoughts, to check your heart rate in the midst of whatever's being thrown at you. It's really interesting, too, because the same theme is being spoken about in a book I'm reading, and I absolutely recommend it. I'm not finished with it yet, but I I know a good book when I come across one, y'all. Like, I'm only, like, 50 pages, 30, I don't know how many pages, but it's amazing. It's called Becoming Supernatural, Natural, wow, by Joe Dispenza, and he talks a lot about the same element the same thing about mastering your mind which if you've been listening to my podcast this has been a theme for some several episodes here and I'm really excited to dig in and to do more work with the subconscious and with my clients to help really target that primal part of our brain that we need to recruit on our side but anyway in this uh becoming supernatural book uh Joe he uh is he's talking about how important it is for us to, um, again, get out of our comfort zones to do something different. Um, He mentions that people, just in general, we need to have wider experiences. We need to surround ourselves with people living different experiences so that we can open up our own minds to new possibilities. He was saying that our we open up in our brains, we open up um, completely new synapses 
when we hear about or experience something that we've never experienced before. It's like this whole new avenue opens up in our brain where we realize, hey, I've never done this thing before, but I did it just now. And that means I can do X, Y, and Z also. Same thing, like think about your own lives when your friends or your family, they do something that's like out of the ordinary and you're like, damn, I didn't even think about doing that. Like, that's incredible. Now I know I could do it too if I wanted. Now I know that that is within the realm of possibilities for me. So you see how it it's so important for us to expand, to connect with different people, to uh, to read, to have new experiences, because that then lights up aspects in our own brain that expands our potential to experience the things that we would like to experience in our lives, in our futures. If we keep doing the same things and dancing around in the same square that we always dance in, going from home, going to work, coming home, making dinner, going to sleep, going to work, you're just doing that every day, of course, that is the only reality that you see possible. Because that is all that you are, you know, exposing yourself to. And I understand everyone has responsibilities. And yes, yes, yes. But there's books, there's podcasts, there's, there's other ways to expose yourself to new possibilities. You don't even have to leave your house. There's the internet. You can really learn a lot, do a lot, understand a lot, and expand your mind so much by using the tools that we already have in a more productive way. I know all of you out here with responsibilities and, oh, I'm too busy for this. Look at your screen time on your phone. How much time did you spend on social media and how much of that time could you dedicate to exposing yourself to new things to new possibilities to anything other than your normal shit (laughs) and some of you your normal shit is already like bomb as fuck you're already expanding your mind you're already looking at things. you're already doing that i'm not talking to y'all i'm talking to the people who are not happy with where their lives are currently and who are not doing anything different about it who are not stimulating their minds because the age of aquarius is about the mental the universe is mental we've left um and i know this is also about astrology i talk about it all the time so we um we recently moved from um capricorn the age of capricorn where everything's all like oh you gotta work hard you gotta toil you gotta climb to the top of the mountain it's um you know all work no play never not working that whole dynamic right we moved from that into aquarius aquarius is an air sign okay the age of aquarius is all about air it's all about the mind it's all about community and expressing your uniqueness your solar plexus chakra is definitely activated during this time so it's not about how how hard can i work just putting the pedal to the metal like let me just work 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 it's not about that now it's about your mind and expanding your mind Um, learning about yourself, gaining confidence, um, you know, doing different things. In the Kabbalion, another book that you should read if you haven't, 
The Kabbalion talks about several laws that make up this earth, that make up this experience, that make up this matrix that we're in. And one of the laws is uh, that the universe is mental. Everything is mental. So just like that movie that I brought up, even though there was no bees coming out of this man's eyes and ears and mouth, because the universe is mental, okay, he was still impacted by it. His entire brain, his body, everything responded as if the bees were there, even though they weren't. So since we know that the universe is mental and our minds can create things that are not there, it's so important that we harness this power that we learn about our minds, that we understand who we are, how we react, what our triggers are, and furthermore, that we understand how to address them, how to overcome this cyclical thinking. Our brains are, um, in our brains are neural pathways. These pathways, if you think about it like, a dirt path, right? In our in our brains, these these neural pathways, they become stronger the more that you think certain thoughts. They become ingrained into us, um, and we get used to these pathways. The dirt then becomes uh, a very clear like road, a very clear path. These are things that we automatically revert to because we've traveled it so frequently. We've thought these thoughts so many times that. It's second nature. We don't even have to think about it for it to come up. For example, if in your mind, if you're really anxious um, and you're always thinking, okay, well, where's the danger? Where's the danger? Where's the danger? That's the first thing that your brain is going to move into, right? Whereas if we expand our minds and we, th- and we choose a new thought or a new experience, we create a new pathway, And the more that we think that thought, the deeper and more ingrained those sorts of thoughts become. So if you have a mind right now that's incredibly negative, a mind that's always telling you what you're doing wrong, that you're not good enough, etc., etc., that is your default in your mind. But your mind is very malleable. It can change. But again, it takes time. Some of you are trying affirmations for one day. You're like, oh shit, it didn't work. I'm just going to quit. That's not true. (laughs) We need repetition in order to make these new neural pathways second nature. Think about when you're driving a car. If you're driving, so for me, there's a store out here called Rouse's. And uh, that was one of the first places that I learned how to get to when I moved um, into this new area. So I would take the same drive two Rouse's every day, the same drive, okay, or every time I needed to go to the store. Um, And it wasn't until later when I pushed myself a little bit farther, where I was like, well, I wonder what other ways I could get to Rouse's, you know, do I have to go this same way every time? And uh, I figured out, okay, I could go around this way. And you know, there's drawbacks and benefits to each path that you want to take. But because I I was so used to going to Rouse's in one way, 
I ended up wasting a lot of time. I would be on the other side of town and thinking, oh, I have to get to this road to get to that road to get to my destination. But when I began to try other ways, other pathways to get to the same destination, it helped me connect different dots. So then when I'm in the city on the opposite end of town, I now know, oh, I can get to my destination from this other way. Okay. And that becomes more ingrained. So that's very similar to our neural pathways and to why it takes a little minute, takes some practice, takes some time in order to uh, create a new pathway because you're just used to driving a certain way. You're used to getting home a certain way after work. You're used to uh, taking a certain exit to get to your parents' house or what have you. But there's so many other ways to get to the same place. We are becoming robots, (laughs) y'all. We are becoming so robotic in the way that we interact with our earth, with our lives, with each other. We're doing the same shit over and over and over again. And then wondering why, like, you're bored or wondering why life isn't what you want it to be yet. In the book Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza, he also... um, He talks about an individual who, um, whose mind got the best of her. I forget her name and the exact circumstances, but I know that her, her husband died, left her, she's a widow with kids, and then her health spiraled out of control. She got fired from her job and just shit just kept getting piled onto her plate. And eventually this woman gets so sick that she can't move her arms, her legs, she can't do anything. The doctors can't figure out what the fuck is wrong with her. Um, They're giving her all this medication. And all she's doing in her mind, of course, is replaying the bullshit, replaying how her husband died and the fear and the sadness and the anger that came with that and then losing her job and replaying all of those things in her mind and then, you know, getting sick and replaying the pain. And so her mind is so just bogged down with the same shit and of course it's perfectly natural she has every right to be depressed and disparaged and all of that it makes sense for why she's feeling that way however your body holds on to these emotions if you're not processing them if you're not um, doing different things to help your body out like your thoughts become your biology So this woman, none of the doctors could figure out what's wrong with her. And, um, you know, she turns to spirituality. She turns to religion. She goes to um, a workshop. She listens to a workshop or something and um, talking about affirmations and meditation. And uh, she starts doing that. And it took her a year and a half before she was able to fully... um, master her mind before she was able to mitigate the the negative thoughts she was having before she was able to really see progress in her body but she healed herself by healing her mind she was able to move to walk she reclaimed her life um but it took a year and a half and that's a long time. In, in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of her life, a year is not long at all. But for the day-to-day to stick with something that long um, could be difficult. 
And that's what I'm telling you. Some of you guys are giving up way too quickly. You've gotten yourselves into a circumstance or into these thought patterns that took you 10, 15, 20 years to get to. And you're expecting a quick fix. You're expecting a magic pill. You're expecting the blunt. You're expecting the drink to fix your life. And that's just completely naive. We spend our entire lifetimes with our brain. Don't you think it would be smart? Don't you think it would behoove you to focus more on your mind, especially in this age of Aquarius? If our mind controls our experience and our perception and and even our health, a year is a year ain't shit, okay? It is so important, y'all. So important to uh get your mind on your side. I'm drinking coffee. I love it. This time it's milkier. <laughs> There's these three Asian ladies in one of my favorite cafes and they they're amazing, but the older Asian lady makes the coffee the best. Today it was the younger one. So it's a little milky, but it's still delicious. So I uh I definitely recommend that book by Joe Dispenza. Uh get it, please. And I'm also really excited to be doing more work with my clients and individuals regarding how to recruit your mind on your side. I read tarot and I do uh, spiritual consultations, but really my work is to help empower people. So tarot cards might be involved, they might not, but uh, I really am just interested in teaching and sharing with you guys the things that have helped me to change my life because life is getting so fucking good. And I know it has everything to do with divine timing, of course, because some of you out there are already doing all the things that you uh, need to be doing. There, A lot of it is divine timing. It's just shit happens when it's supposed to happen, just like flowers bloom when they're supposed to. Okay, there, there's no date on it. It just happens when it happens. Um, so it's a mixture of divine timing, but also this work that I've been putting in. It, I've mentioned before, I think in several of the episodes, I used to be really anxious and depressed and sad and just not okay. And uh, it took a lot of my life to learn that I was my own worst enemy. I was creating a lot of my own issues with my mind, with my insistence on repeating the past, repeating these routines, repeating, repeating. And it's just, of course, you're going to get the same thing you always got if you're doing the same shit. So I'm definitely speaking to you from a place of understanding. Okay. And, and the, I'm not too, I know, I know everything. <laughs> I know everything that you're thinking. I know it's difficult. I know, you know, that it seems impossible. I know you're like, huh. I know all of that because I've been there. I have been there. Um, and I still get there sometimes, but it's about pulling yourself out of it, zooming out, re- remembering and realizing, hey, I'm here for a reason. I have a purpose and uh, I trust myself. I trust in my abilities. I trust in God. I trust in the universe 
to bring to me whatever's meant to, for me. And I trust that whatever it is I'm going through or experiencing is not too much for me. I know that I can change. I know that I can garnish a different result. So um, surrender, right? Surrender, faith, all these things that we hear over and over again. For a lot of people, it's like, well, how do I do this? How do I keep my mind positive? How, where's my support system, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really interested right now in um, helping individuals to build that. Helping by sharing my story and what's worked for me uh, in the hopes that, you know, there's someone out there who can relate or someone who resonates with it or, you know, just like in the book, Becoming Supernatural, perhaps by sharing my life and the things that are happening to me, the things that I'm going through and growing through and achieving, perhaps by, by sharing that with you, um, you'll understand that it's a possibility for you too. I letting go of things that do not want to stay, letting go of control, letting go of everything. That's a huge lesson that Aquarius season and this age of Aquarius is teaching us is detachment. Letting go of our hold on everything. We we can be so stubborn for no reason. Why are we holding on to these things that aren't making us happy anymore? Why are we trying to convince ourselves that these situations we're in are the best that could come? Why are we limiting ourselves? And a lot of it has to do with the past. We're thinking about the past. Well, this is all that I've ever gotten, so this is as good as it gets. No, it's not. It's not. If you are unhappy, unsatisfied, There is the potential for you to be happy and satisfied. It requires change. It requires work. You have to want it. But if you do want it, there are ways to get it. Letting go of my job that I was not happy with. Letting go of relationships and bullshit. Uh, bullshit dudes that, you know, did not have my best interests in mind or things that I was forcing. I mean, I share all my shit on here. Listen to these previous things. Like, letting go provided me the space to welcome in, like, what's actually for me. And I'm still not ready to talk about the good shit that's come to me, but, like, after surrendering, right? After surrendering and eliminating the people in my life that don't need to be there, the people that were just taking up space and feeding me negativity and um, shaking or attempting to shake my sense of self-worth, by removing those people, my vibration was able to magnetize to me the shit I've been asking for. And it just came to me, like, so easily. Shit has been so easy and so beautiful and so just loving and amazing. <laughs> I Life is 
so good y'all life is so good retrograde 2021 the pandemic aside like these first two months of 2021 have been absolutely incredible and it has everything to do i think with my willingness and my decision to take a leap of faith to quit my career of eight years and to stop talking stop with the fuckery like stop entertaining fuck shit (laughs) i got all the shit i was asking for was it easy hell no I went back and forth so many times about what I should I quit? Should I not? What would I do? How am I going to afford my life? What about this? What about my bills? What about all this shit? And because I put that to the side, of course, divine timing, I was getting lots of signs, y'all, that it was time for me to go. And because I listened to that, and I flowed with that and I surrendered to God, to spirit and was like, okay, I hear you. I'm uncomfortable. You're telling me to go. I'm going to do it. It's like because I made that change, like my whole life, my whole trajectory shifted as well. If I would have stayed, I would have gotten the same thing. I still would have been stressed. I still would have hated it. I still probably would have been fucking with that dude because he worked at the school too. So that would have been my life. But it's not. And shit is so much better (laughs) in however long it's been. A month, month and a half. It's amazing. And I'm just so incredibly humbled and grateful. And I am even more inspired to create and to help you guys do the same thing. Because it is possible. It is possible. Love is possible. True love is possible. Genuine love is possible. Being your own boss is possible. Okay. Amazing friendships. Easily flowing days. Like, whatever you want is possible. It's about your brain. (laughs) It really, truly is about your brain. And as I read more of this Becoming Supernatural book, of course, I'll share it with you guys and whatnot. Because um, I'm definitely a teacher at heart. And I'm really, I'm really wanting to move more into that space of teaching and facilitating versus, you know, card reading only. Um, I love tarot. It's beautiful. But there's there's so much more, right? There's so much more we can we can be exploring. There's so many other things we can tap into. Um, I'm considering doing more workshops. Really, I'm not entirely sure yet how this information is going to come out. Um, I do have a Patreon. I have, of course, this podcast and some other avenues to provide this information to you. But that's still. I'm still putting that together, how how that's going to look. But I absolutely am interested in sharing with you these specific techniques and, you know, just being there to encourage you throughout all of it. So if y'all have any ideas or any 
insight or if you have something specific that you would like for me to assist you with hit me up um and let me know i love all of your ideas and i want to be able to serve you guys in a way that you resonate with so shoot me your ideas if you have anything uh in your mind that you want to see me do or be a part of or anything like that okay um yeah so i've gotten a few responses from you guys regarding some previous episodes i'm switching over to lover goddess right now to talk about that a lot of you guys really enjoyed the podcast with dre talking about all the different things that we've gone through and etc 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 um so one of the first i'm going to read it to you um i'm not sharing any names or anything uh this person messaged me on instagram and they said your podcast is really dope i used to be okay so this is in relation to don't date a a Taurus unless um but here let me just read it so your podcast is really dope I used to be engaged to a Taurus female but I was always the one to initiate sex I can say she never denied me sex and that was very affectionate I love that about her the episode about size queen was interesting but I guess you can say I went through that stage with wanting a large strap but I grew out of that thinking I need to wait hold on but i grew i outgrew thinking that i need that to satisfy a female but once i was told that it's nothing like the real thing okay so in relation listen to size queen y'all and listen to don't date a taurus unless but this is the part in relation to dre so this person says podcast was on point I felt called to listen, and by the way, I work in loss prevention. I catch women with stuffed purses all the time. Y'all must have been some skilled thieves since you didn't get caught stealing. If you're confused, go listen to the previous podcast. I was also thinking in the same breath, nah, not on my watch. Your BF, Dre, is definitely a unicorn. That's some cool ass shit to be confident in who you are sexually, no boundaries. This person says, I've been with men, but I'm confident that I'm lesbian. I've never really been into penetration, but maybe the right partner hasn't come along yet. But if I woke up with... (laughs) Yeah, this person says, if I woke up with a dick, I would definitely want to soil my shaft into all kinds of eventful things. I express myself in feminine and masculinity, but I don't like to be called sir. And a lot of the times I just tell them I prefer ma'am. So it's interesting the the pronouns that people kind of lean toward, right? This person is saying that they're more feminine, that they're both feminine and masculine, but doesn't like to be called ma'am. Let's see. What else does she say? This person says, I love being the woman that I am, but sometimes I wish I didn't have breasts, but I also enjoy my curves. The show really helped put my life into perspective. And I love that. I love listening to the way you guys talk and relate to this show. Because, you know, when I'm sitting in here in my closet, I'm just talking to myself. But there's so many of you out there who are actually resonating with the things that are being said. And I'm so grateful that by having Dre on the show, 
this person is, you know, thinking about themselves, their lives, their the way they relate to their bodies, to sex, and to all of that. Because truly, it our bodies are are our own to explore and to enjoy. So, absolutely beautiful. Um, I also mentioned to this person, and this goes for anybody out there. I know there's a lot of uh, people who do not like their breasts. Okay. Now your breasts are related to your heart chakra and um, your heart chakra, of course, is how you express love and things like that. So if there's any wounding in your childhood um, regarding your ability to receive and give love, um, often people kind of begin to resent their breasts. Also for being over-sexualized, especially people with big boobs, they get over-sexualized a lot. So um this person was telling me more about their relationship with their breasts okay and let's see this person says as a child i used to run around the house with just underwear on i didn't start growing breasts until i was 12 i struggled with having hard nipples all day at school and it didn't help with them being large Every female I've been with and I've been around, my nips are always bigger. I think I don't like the way my boobs hang. I feel like my breasts make me feel more feminine than I like to feel. And it makes me feel awkward in a sense. And I know uh, for a lot of people out there, this is very similar. People are wanting, you know, top surgery and breast reductions and things like that due to the discomfort. Um... And everybody's different, but um, I I gave this person uh, a task to try. Um, let's see. I said, if you're not triggered by your breasts, you might try touching them and rubbing them more often while focusing on your own love energy, the love you want to give to the world, to your friends, and to your family. Reframing your body in this way might help you feel more at home in your body. I said it's definitely just a suggestion. Let me know what, you know, let me know how it goes. So she responded and said, let's see. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, uh, they said, I tried the rubbing meditation and it helped. I got to touch my boobs more. So if there's something in your body that you feel averse to, like, oh, I don't want to touch it, I don't want to do that, you probably need to do that more. You probably need to touch yourself more, especially if in if your first thought is, no, I don't want to. Of course, do this at your own pace, but again, it's it's your body and it's your mind, right? We got to make our bodies our homes or at least work to do that. Um, this person gets more into how the, the breast meditation also, uh, ended up being arousing for this individual. So, uh, ended up bringing them a lot of positive energy and feeling. They also gave me an update on the ancestor oil that I, uh, that I sell in my Etsy shop. The ancestor oil I created just as a way to give thanks to my ancestors. Uh, If you listen to one of my previous podcasts, um, I attribute a lot of my life opening up to 
my ancestors. So I created this oil that I drop on candles. I put it on my, uh, on my wrists, on my third eye, uh, my heart space to invite my ancestors to continue to walk with me and to open the way. So this person bought this from me and said, uh, update on your ancestor oil. I definitely am feeling more of a connection. I think I've had it for a week or more and I've gotten messages in my dreams that I actually understand. Ah, Shay, that's so beautiful. So um, shout out to you. Thank you for the love and support. Thank you for interacting in this way, sharing your experience with me and, you know, just being so honest and forthright about that. Um, let's see. Oh, I also got a response from an individual regarding the episode on birth control. And she left me a really dope voice note that I'm going to include here right now. Let's check it out. Hey, Amy, it's Samantha. I just listened to your plan B birth control podcast and man you hit the nail on the head it this is definitely something that a lot of women don't know um I think they just go along with what their doctor tells them and it's really so important as women as individuals for us to do the research ourselves because I mean we know our own body the most so I really just wanted to say thank you for putting out this episode because it is much needed in this African-American women community because there's a lot of misinformation and we just need to know for ourselves. So thank you. Isn't that so dope? I love your feedback, Samantha. Thank you so much. And um, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, this individual actually has one called The Grow Tent. Okay, so check that out. Um, In the same breath relating to that episode on birth control, I received a few comments on Instagram regarding that. Um, Someone here says, this is true. While having an IUD, I had two panic attacks and several infections. I decided to remove it. Yoni pearls and detoxification helped, and I haven't experienced any of it for two years now. She also says, thank you for informing us. I wish I would have followed your page before inserting the IUD. Sometimes all we need is thorough information and some good plant medicine. You are appreciated. Uh, Shay, thank you so much. I love that. I already responded on Instagram, but I just love hearing from you guys. Um, Another person says, interesting. I've never gotten those symptoms on birth control. It just made me hungry and emotional. I'm already emotional, so it just intensified it. I didn't develop or at least wasn't cognizant that I developed anxiety until my early 20s and it got progressively worse, but it wasn't because of birth control. I would love to know more though because I'm wondering if there is research on long-lasting effects from using birth control, period. There absolutely is, y'all. She said, I think I'll do some digging this weekend. I'm alert. I'm a nerd. I love Googling stuff. Thanks for bringing insight to this situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're interested in 
hearing what these people are talking about, go back and check out the previous episodes of the podcast. Um, I cover a lot of ground, y'all. There's a lot about a lot. So um, maybe you'll find something more, something else that you like to hear, um, something else to inspire your mind, to give you something to think about. I love and appreciate all of you. If you are interested in connecting with me on Instagram, you can find me at lover.goddess33 or bohemian underscore healing. I'll put that in the show notes as well, along with the Etsy shop. If you would like to purchase the ancestor oil, or if you yourself are coming off of birth control and are seeking to detox, there are some yoni steams on the etsy page that can help you to do that i'll be up uh, not uploading i will be adding herbal teas for birth control detox to the site soon as well so anyone who is coming off of birth control or if you use plan b recently um, you can use these herbs to help detoxify your body from those synthetic hormones and those chemicals so that you can get everything back into working order (sighs) y'all i just started talking i didn't know what this was going to be about but um hopefully you got something from it and if you didn't thank you so much for listening for being here with me and uh do me a favor share this with a friend share this with someone who might need it someone who is struggling with moving forward or is wanting to move forward and isn't quite sure how i would love to uh, help facilitate your growth in any way that i can and i look forward to hearing from all of you i love you so much be blessed go go tell me five things you're grateful for go go write down some things you're grateful for at least say them out loud Okay. Anyway, I love you. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.